0: Stand by all stations. Attention! All districts of five-armed fire, five bells moving immediately. That's it. Let's roll! Let's go! Firefighters!
1: Presenting Firefighters, the true-to-life story of our unsung heroes who stand ready to ride by day or night against our most murderous enemy, the Demon of Fire. In a moment, we'll join Chief Cody as he directs the firefighters in their efforts to control the blazing furnace in the basement of a large apartment house. We'll see why rookie fireman Tim Collins is thinking only of the danger of explosion and how his young brother Jimmy is, strangely enough, the only one who can possibly avert this awful tragedy. But before we move into the roped-off area for a close view of the action, here is a message you'll want to hear. Let's go, firefighters. Let's move in past the huge hook-and-ladder truck at the apartment house. Rookie fireman Tim Collins stands near the street entrance to the basement, watching the smoke pour out. Jimmy and the gasoline delivery man Clyde, who volunteered to go with him into the heat, fumes, and smoke of the basement, have reached the brick wall behind which is the oil tank with its dangerous mixture of gasoline. Clyde quickly climbed on a barrel, hoisted Jimmy up to wriggle through the small opening, and in that cramped space, with the roar of the blazing furnace in the background, Jimmy shouts down to Clyde.
2: See that valve thing now? Just let me get over to it and <coughs> I'll turn it off. And then, then no more gas will leak into that furnace. Uh,
0: what kind of valve is it, kid?
2: Gee, I, I don't know, Clyde. It, it's sort of like a little wheel set in the pipe. Well, listen, careful, Jimmy. Turn that wheel to the right. But I'm trying. I I, I can't seem to turn it. What? I, I've tried and tried until my hands are all scraped. It just won't turn.
0: Well, take a good look at that valve with your flashlight. Is it... is it rusty or anything?
2: Yeah, it's awful rusty, Clyde. Is that why it
0: won't turn? Brother, what a mess. <laughs> it's no go, Jimmy, you'll never be able to turn it off. Get out of there, while we've still got a
2: chance. No, no, I'm not going to climb down from here until... until I turn this off. Chief Cody and Tim wouldn't give up. I... I'm not going to either, I don't care what happens.
0: This whole thing was my fault. But <coughs> talk on it, Jimmy,
2: we're not firemen. Well, I'm a junior firefighter, that's almost the same. <laughs> you can go if you want to, but I... Don't talk like
0: that. I'm sticking with you, kid. But if you pass out in there, I I can't get you out. <coughs> Even if I could get up high enough, I, I couldn't crawl through that hole like you did. I,
2: I'll be all right. If only this valve would turn. And... Look,
0: you climb back out. Let me help you down. You're not going to be able to budge that wheel without tools.
2: Then, Clyde, you gotta go to get
0: him. and Bring him back. And supposing you black out, kid, supposing that tank
2: explodes. Oh, gosh, I, I knew I was taking a chance when. When.
0: A good grief, he's fainted. No,
2: no, I, I won't let myself. Listen, listen.
0: I got no time to argue. Crawl back to that opening where I can maybe pull you out. If you lose consciousness, then I'll, I'll get you out. I'll get you something to turn that valve with. I'll be back, Jimmy, I promise. You keep telling yourself that. I'll be back.
1: Quickly, Clyde climbs down off the barrel, staggers toward the one spot of light he can see dimly through the heavy smoke. Coughing and choking, he works his way toward the basement exit and the stairs that lead up to the street level. And as he emerges, the first person he sees is Tim Collins.
3: Clyde! Where's my kid brother? Where's Jimmy? Behind that brick wall. Working on a tank valve, rusted. He can't turn it. Got to get some A wrench. I've got one right here. Wait a minute. Hey, that's, that's lucky, Jim. Yeah, I was trying to figure every possible thing you might run into. All of a sudden, it hit me. Nobody turned that valve in years. Time up! <laughs> I can't, Chief! I can't! It's now or never! Come on, let's go, Clyde.
1: The two men disappear into the cellar. A moment later, Clyde climbs back up onto the barrel. Behind them in the closed-off furnace room, the blazing furnace roars like some crazy monster. But behind the brick wall, all is quiet.
0: Jimmy! Jimmy, all right, Jimmy? No answer. He must have passed out. And I told him to crawl back to that hole so we could reach him. Clyde, I'm coming up there beside you. Grab my hand. Okay. Yeah. That's
3: it. Uh, Look. Look, can you kneel uh, down on your knees so I can stand on your back? Yeah, yeah. You think that'll bring you up high enough? I don't know, it's high enough, I think, to see in that hole, maybe even reach Jimmy. Just steady now.
0: Yeah.
3: Yeah, yeah I just pull myself up a bit more.
0: Can you see in there? Yeah. Jimmy,
3: it's Tim, Jimmy. Wake up. Jimmy, you got to wake up.
2: Oh, gee. Well, it's Tim. How'd you get here? Listen,
3: listen to me, Jimmy. We've got work to do. Now, look, I can get my head and shoulders in this far, no further. Can you crawl over here? Sure.
2: sure. It, it's just my headache. It feels
3: funny. Well, of course it does. Court, what's a little smoke and fumes to a fireman, huh? Jimmy, you've got to hang on to yourself.
2: Yeah, yeah. The valve, Jim, I, I can't turn it. Look, give me that flashlight. You take this wrench. Okay.
3: Now, look, I'll train my light on the valve while you...
2: Oh, gosh. I dropped a wrench. Jim, I can't seem to hang on to it. Oh, that's
3: no way to talk, Jimmy. Pick it up. Now, now, see, I've got my light on. I I got it now. Yeah.
2: What well, it's been around that
3: wheel, huh? Well, you you try it. I, Just keep trying. Now, don't give up now. Uh, Take it easy. Take your time. I
2: don't I don't think we've got much time. The tank is getting
3: hot, Jimmy. Sure it is. Sure. But don't think of that. You got a job to do. You got to get it right the first time, Jimmy.
2: I'll try um,
3: Come on, come on. Tighten it. Tighten it. You know how. That's right. Hang on to yourself. That's it. That's it. Now get it just as tight as you can on that valve. That's
2: the best I can do. Uh Now if it'll turn.
3: All right. Steady, kid. Pull it around. Uh Slow
2: and steady. It's turning. Uh Tim, it's turning. I got it.
3: Uh Of course you did, Jimmy. I knew you could. All right. All the way now.
2: There. That's it. That's as far as we'll go. All right.
3: All right. All right. Now crawl over here. Never mind the wrench. That's right. Don't give up now. Closer so I can reach you, Jimmy.
2: I feel awful sick, Tim. Heavy all over, like I could hardly, hardly move. I could hardly move. I've
3: got you. All right. All right. Brace yourself, Clyde. Yeah. I'm dragging Jimmy out. Just a bit more. Look out. There
0: hey. Yeah.
3: Ah. Well, that's one way of getting down fast on the heap. You all right, Clyde? Yeah, yeah, but, but Jimmy, he's out like a light. I'll carry him out. You get outside fast tell Chief Cody to concentrate on the furnace. Tell him from now on it'll start dying. There'll be no explosion now. Tell him Jimmy did his job.
1: Later on, in the Collins home, just before dinner time, Chief Cody and Tim Collins come into Jimmy's bedroom. Mrs. Collins looks up at them from her chair beside Jimmy's bed.
4: Well, I hear your patience is coming along just fine, Mrs. Collins.
5: If it wasn't for me, he'd be out of his bed right now.
4: You take your time, Jimmy. You had yourself a full day. I don't mind saying I'm mighty proud of the boy, Mrs. Collins.
5: Yes, I, I think his father would have felt the same way.
4: Yeah, he's going to make a fine firefighter one day. Right, Jim? Oh, you can say that again, sir. How'd you like it if the chief stayed to dinner, Jimmy?
5: Oh, swell. I'm starved. Only... Well, she was, You know what's worrying the boy? He doesn't see how he can eat with his hands bandaged up
3: like that. Uh, He worked awful hard on that valve before I got there with the wrench, Chief.
4: Well, Jimmy, I guess a fellow who can swallow all the fumes you did and still have an appetite at the end of the day is okay.
5: That's one thing you can always count
4: on. By the way, son, Tim was telling me how you wanted to raise some money for the junior firefighters at school.
2: Well, yeah, my pal Jack Carson and me, we'd like to find some way to get the boys' armbands and stuff like that. So everybody know who we were.
4: Mm-hmm. Well, the boys down at the station house would like to help out. After all, you sure helped us today. Uh, did you ever think of an antique sale?
2: Jimmy, old furniture and things like that? Hmm.
4: Well, sure. People will pay a lot for the real thing, Jimmy. Y- you could hold your sale at the station house. We'd help you youngsters collect whatever folks around here would donate. A lot of old places in the neighborhood... Regular gold mine for antiques, uh, like that old Wilcox house.
5: You mean the haunted house? Oh, come now, Jimmy. You know better than that. Oh, Mrs. Wilcox may be a mite. Strange, but she's got a heart of gold. Sure. Oh, why
4: don't you start there?
5: You and your sister could go see Mrs. Wilcox tomorrow.
4: What's the matter, son? You're not
5: scared of ghosts? Well, of course not, but well, well, Trudy might be. Nonsense. I think Chief Cody's idea is fine. Well, so do I, but uh, about going up to that old house, well, I don't know.
4: Mm, Mrs. Wilcox might give you a real valuable item. Then we'd send a truck around to pick it up
5: for the sale. And it would keep you from any more danger. You've had your share of trouble for a while, young man. Well, all right. If Trudy's not scared, we'll go up there tomorrow. Only if you
2: ask me, you can get into plenty of trouble in a haunted house.
1: Well, Jimmy is closer to being right than he knows. But you say everybody knows there aren't any ghosts or haunted houses? That's true, of course, but look at it this way. Trouble is always just around the corner in any house that's allowed to become a fire hazard. And Jimmy is right about the old Wilcox house. It is haunted. And you'll find out about it in our next exciting episode of The Firefighters. In just a moment, Chief Bob Cody will tell you boys and girls how you can help the firefighters in your own town. But first, here's a message I'd like you to hear. Now, Chief Bob Cody with a special notice for the Firefighters Brigade.
4: Chief Cody. Hello, boys and girls. This is Chief Cody with a word about mice. What do mice have to do with fires? Plenty sometimes. One of the countless causes of fire in the home is matches. Matches left where rats and mice can chew and nibble them. So here's two things to do to remove this cause of fire. One, keep your home free of rats and mice. And two... As an added precaution, keep all matches, especially the non-safety type, in a tight container. Well, that's all for now. You'll be hearing from me again soon.
1: Fire Chief Cody and the young rookie fireman Tim Collins will be back on the same station the next time you hear... That's
0: it. Let's go!